0: Welcome to the e-commerce field and news cart for January 31st, being recorded from Tucson, Arizona. Although, better to hop on a plane for San Antonio for ECF Live. So if you're headed that way too, um, safe travels and looking forward to seeing you very, very soon. Uh, and brought to you by Klaviyo, the email marketing solution trusted by over 25,000 store owners that lets you configure, create, and deploy highly sophisticated email marketing and SMS flows to your customers to help you make more money. You can learn more about them at clavio.com forward slash ECF. I'm Andrew Darian, and in the news this week, Shopify will no longer be refunding processing fees for return payments. Ooh, this was a hot topic uh, among store owners in the community. Uh, This week, not a lot of happy camper. Shopify says refunds were a mistake that it was processing for a while, even though merchants had agreed to it in their terms of service and is now correcting to align with those original terms of service. Uh, They plan on stopping refunding processing fees on returns after March 1st of this year. And this comes on the heels of PayPal doing something similar over the last 12 months. A new report out of the Trump administration and specifically the Department of Homeland Security says they're going to be cracking down much harder on counterfeits going forward. Uh, The report says law enforcement officials will pursue civil fines and other penalties against online counterfeit sellers. Uh, The report gives officials greater power to examine shipments in U.S. warehouses and fulfillment centers and is intended to shift the burden from the government to e-commerce platforms for monitoring. So I don't believe it mentioned Amazon specifically, but there was uh, a lot of reading between the lines you could do there. And in completely unrelated news, uh, the Chinese now outnumber U.S. sellers on Amazon. A hat tip to ECF member Rex Bledsoe for putting this on my radar. Uh, New report, 49% of the top 10,000 Amazon.com sellers are now based in China, Versus 47 percent being based in the United States, and their growth has been incredibly rapid. Chinese sellers represented just 38 percent of top sellers a year ago. So, you know, some quick math in my head there, man—that's like a 25 percent bump up uh, in their market share in just a year, which is insane to think about. But maybe not so insane when, when uh, you know, you remember all of the programs that Amazon's been, you know, really offering uh, in China, as well as the you know, a lot of the logistics they've been streamlining to make it easier to get things into the states from china Yapo acquires sms bump uh, which as you might guess is a company that focuses on sms marketing the acquisition adds sms marketing to Yapo's suite of capabilities brands can now request reviews or photos or videos via sms that can notify customers of loyalty programs status updates or referral promotions Amazon absolutely destroyed the fourth quarter earnings expectations. So if you're wondering why uh, it was such a such a lackluster holiday season for so many retailers, well, here's your answer. The earnings for Q4 for Amazon were 60% above analyst expectations, which, it's just, I mean, that's just a huge beat. Uh, the stock was up, I think, eleven percent in after-hours trading's after the news news broke. One day and same-day shipments quadrupled year over year, potentially uh, contributing to those increased revenues. Interesting though, you think about that quadrupling shipping expenses were up forty-three percent year over year. Um, it's actually isn't that bad when you think about forexing, you know, 24-hour delivery or less. Uh, the cloud business definitely helped on that front. Revenue was up 34% in that division, with total revenues across the whole company up 21%. So if you look at, you know, actually merchandise revenue, it's probably up a little less than 20% uh, if you do the math. And then finally, Casper IPO is out to raise up to $159 million. This filing comes in the midst uh an interesting time uh, when many are reconsidering the money-losing direct-to-consumer business model, especially on the heels uh, of WeWork uh, and their IPO implosion. They weren't direct-to-consumer per se, but a tech company not making a lot of money, scaling up, IPOing did not end well. Uh projected valuation between 750 million. Uh, to just over a billion depending on how they price the IPO they usually don't price these until right before they go to market just kind of how it works uh and their initial S1 filing which is the filing that they they release uh before they uh they actually you know get to the IPO showed net losses of 67 million dollars on 312 million in net revenues so uh yeah compared to a billion dollar market uh market valuation um yeah, I'll let you decide if it's a good uh, good bet or not. So if you've been listening this long to the news cart, uh, you've got to be a fellow e-commerce nerd. And begs the question, if you're not already, why haven't you joined the e commerce fuel private community? It's our community of seven-figure store owners, seven-figure-plus store owners, um, that talk about stuff like this all day long. Some of the top discussions from this week, uh, a thread on killer content strategy for increasing conversions and your customer's lifetime value. What site improvements are you implementing this year? A list of website security review and audit recommendations. Um, one member wanting to jump ship from WooCommerce to Shopify. Let me know who you recommend as a developer. And another thread on what's the best Google Ad course out there for upping my AdWords games and stuff like this. You know, we we have probably about three thousand comments, maybe two or three hundred discussions every single month with over a thousand members in our community. So if that sounds fun to you, sounds interesting to you, would love to have you potentially be a part of that. You can learn more about it and apply for membership at ecommercefuel.com. Next Friday, I'm back with a full interview episode with you uh, chatting with Adam Callanan from bottlekeeper.com about how he grew his business to to 10, you know, 10 million plus pretty much with no employees. Pretty phenomenal story uh, that includes shark tank, uh, lots of automation, uh and their marketing strategy that has been returning three times uh, the profitability on their spend that Facebook has. So pretty cool. Stay tuned for that. Big thanks to our news editor, Annie Udarian, who's going to be out at ECF Live this year signing autographs. First time she's ever done this. If you're going to be ECF Live and you see Annie and you actually asked her for her autograph uh, as the news editor. That would make me supremely happy because a, it would really embarrass her, <laughs> and two, it'd be really funny. So if you do that, uh, man, you will you will make my day. And you probably would make Annie's too. I would bet, even though she might be slightly uncomfortable. Uh, so thank you, Annie. Uh, thank you to Charlotte Campo who who helps, who's uh, our production assistant, and also of course again the team at Clavio who. That's a pretty phenomenal email marketing and SMS software to help you grow your business. You can learn more about them at clavio.com forward slash ECF. Thanks so much for listening. Work hard and adventure often and looking forward to seeing you again next Friday.